Hi, Rebels. This Financial Literacy Month, Rebel Girls teamed up with Greenlight, the debit card and money app for families, to bring you everything you need to be smart with your money and build healthy habits that last a lifetime. With a Greenlight debit card and money app of their own, kids learn to make smart choices with every penny, whether you're saving for something special or learning to invest. Greenlight gives kids the power to be independent, and grown-ups can trust that their kids have money wherever they are. Sign up at greenlight.com slash rebelgirls to get your first month at no cost and start building money confidence for life. Hi, Rebels. This is Goodnight Stories for Rebel Girls, the interview. I'm your host, Jayla Nicholas, and today we're talking to Hilary Nelson. She narrated the story of ski mountaineer Kit Delorier, the first person ever to ski from the summit of the highest mountain on all seven continents. If you haven't heard that adventurous episode, go listen right now. Don't worry, we'll be waiting when you get back. Okay, Hillary, can you introduce yourself to our listeners? My name is Hillary Nelson, and I am a professional ski mountaineer, much like Kit Delorier. I am the athlete captain for the North Face athlete team. I live in Telluride, Colorado. I have two boys that are about the same age as Kit's two girls. They like to hang out together. And I love to go on adventures and try new things. So how did you become a ski mountaineer? Gosh, I fell in love with this sport probably when I was a late teenager, 18 or 19 years old. I was going to college in Colorado and the group of friends that I was in loved to like go explore all the 14,000 foot peaks around Colorado. And I started going and doing that with them and we'd go in the winter time and bring skis and kind of all just clicked for me. I really loved the going up and had such freedom going down as well. You are real life friends with Kit and have been on mountain adventures with her. Can you talk about how you and other women in the sport inspire each other? I feel so fortunate to have shared creativity and expeditions with Kit Delorier over the last 15 years probably and it is a small community but the women that participate in this career this lifestyle were a very tight-knit group within that group they may not be exactly the same sport or have the same ideas but that is what's so awesome about the community is that we inspire each other by the actions that we take, the things that we do in the mountains. You were the first women to summit both Everest and Lhotse in a 24-hour period. Can you tell us about those climbs and what it was like to be on top of the world? In 2012, I went to climb Everest and was able to link two 8,000-meter peaks, Everest and Lhotse, together. It was really difficult to link those two peaks. I think I was awake for 50 hours at a time. So I was almost hallucinating by the time I came down from the second 8,000 meter peak, Lhotse. 
I was above 8,000 meters for most of that time. So that's called the death zone, which is where as a human being, you can't survive in that atmosphere because there just isn't enough oxygen. It's too cold. Like I said, you don't sleep. It's hard to eat. So it was probably one of the hardest, longest periods in which I just pushed myself to my extreme limit, both physically and mentally. And it was awesome. <laughs> it took a little while to recover, to say the least, but it was just, it was awesome. That's really what I love about this sport is being given that opportunity to make decisions that allow me to get to know myself. And that is what this linking of these 8,000 meter peaks was like for me. Wow. That sounds intense. So why do it? I've looked into why I do this very many times. Um, I get asked this a lot. Sometimes the answer changes, but really the reason for doing it are these small snippets of Mother Nature that are so beautiful and unique and incredible. When I was on the summit of Everest and on the summit of Lhotse, 24 hours apart, the sunrise on each of those mountains was enough to make me cry. It's so emotional. It bowls you over. You can see the curvature of the earth. So that's the first reason is just these incredible glimpses into the power of Mother Nature. And then the second reason is the ability, the stark, raw physicality and mental significance of looking inside yourself. And sometimes it's not always pretty, but I feel like I come away from those really tough, raw expeditions knowing so much more about the depths of who I am. And that gives me confidence, that gives me this well of power to draw from when life gets tricky and hard. Hey, grown-ups! Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. Listen, I used to be miserable with allergies from about the beginning of April till the end of August. Sometimes my best friend was a cold washcloth over my face. I couldn't taste my food because my nose was so stuffed up. I couldn't go for a run because my eyes were so itchy. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. I've been taking Claritin D for my allergies for years, and it's been an absolute life changer. I can go for hikes, cut the grass, and most importantly, stop and smell the flowers. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. 
I have to tell you about my friend Penelope. She is hilarious. She only eats cheese doodles and canned beans, and she loves to sing and fly through walls. Wait, did I tell you that Penelope is my imaginary friend? Well, she is, but she's totally real to me. Anywho, Penelope and I are very excited because there's a new movie coming out on May 17 all about imaginary friends. It's called IF, which stands for Imaginary Friends. Pretty cool, am I right? IF is so much fun, with lovable fuzzy giants and bright new galaxies. It stars Kaylee Fleming as B, a girl who discovers that she can see everyone else's IFs. Meanwhile, Cal, played by Ryan Reynolds, can also see IFs. Together, they team up and go on a magical adventure to reconnect forgotten IFs with their kids. IF is from the brilliant mind of writer-director John Krasinski. It also stars John Krasinski, Fiona Shaw, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Maya Rudolph, John Stewart, Sam Rockwell, Emily Blunt, Aquafina, and Steve Carell, just to name a few. It celebrates the incredible power of curiosity and creativity, and it's definitely a laugh-out-loud adventure for the whole family. IF comes out in theaters starting May 17th and is guaranteed to knock your socks off. What? Oh, Penelope says she wears two pairs of socks at all times. Also, that imaginary friends get limitless refills on popcorn. So join us in the theater on May 17th. Bring your imaginary friends, too. One of the important things about Kit's story is that she tells us to believe in ourselves, in our abilities. Is this something you have ever struggled with? What is the time you had to push through self-doubt? It's funny that I think Kit's description of how she overcomes her self-doubt is very similar to how I push through it. And on every one of these expeditions, I have had self-doubt. And that self-doubt, to be clear, is always coupled with fear. So those things to me go hand in hand. And the way I deal with it is through breathing. Like Kit said, I, I, I sometimes just stop in my tracks and I'll take a lot of deep breaths. Another way is to sort of change my perspective. And I actually do that like physically just looking, concentrating on something that isn't scary. Like even if it's just my hand and a glove in front of my face, looking at something really simple really helps me change that focus. And then I really try to reel in what I'm thinking about and be present because especially in the mountains, if you think about what's coming next, it, it just feeds that doubt and fear. And so you really just have to try to be present. That sounds like a great tool. So what advice do you have for rebels who want to have more outdoor adventures and improve their skills? My advice for girls wanting to spend more time in the outdoors, get those skills, is to jump into it. You have to take that first step. And the only way to get better at anything is to work hard at it, to practice, read about it, go to Google Maps, look at maps, find other people that have more experience than you and get that first person knowledge and experience from 
those individuals. And you know, you can do that by going to climbing gyms or adventure outdoor stores. Um, make those connections with people. If you're in school, talk to your PE teacher about it, or just have those conversations with people about what they do in the outdoors and what that looks like. If you don't have that access, I think the best thing to do, you know, is find parks, find find anywhere that has dirt that you can walk on. It's really simple. It doesn't have to be a big multi-day undertaking. Remember that it could be as simple as barefoot walking on the grass or tennis shoes and running on a dirt trail, finding finding that park, finding a river, finding a place that has trees over you and you can lay down in the grass and look up at those trees. It can be very simple. So Hillary, if you could go back to when you were a kid and give yourself some advice, what would it be? I think my piece of advice to myself as a kid would be to have been a little more outspoken. I very much grew up waiting for other people. I never wanted to confront anyone. I never wanted to offend anyone or have anyone not like me. I always was a people pleaser. And that's the one thing I would change. I mean, I don't want to upset anyone, but I, I just wish I'd been able to speak up a little more, be a little bit braver with what I was thinking and putting it out there. Because really at the end of the day, now as a 48 year old woman who's seen the world and has kids, it's like, you know, what's the worst that happens when you put yourself out there? Someone says no. And really that's not that bad. That is some great advice. And finally, what makes you a rebel girl? I think what makes me a rebel girl is that I always found my own path. And a lot of the reason for that was I like to experiment. I wasn't afraid to be bad at something. So I would put myself out there and I'd say yes to things that scared me. And... I learned how to swim, like really swim when I was probably 40 years old. You know, just trying new things and saying yes and being willing to sort of embarrass yourself a little bit along the way. That's awesome. Thank you, Hillary. And thank you for listening. Thanks for listening to this episode, Rebels. Did you know there's a whole world of Rebel Girls to explore? Go to rebelgirls.com slash more to check out our latest books, t-shirts, crafting kits, and, well, more. Visit rebelgirls.com slash more. Until next time, stay rebel.